The Whiskey Culture Podcast is brought to you by Granddaddy Mims Distilling Company, making historic Tennessee moonshine in beautiful Blairsville, Georgia. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Culture Podcast, your wide window into the world of whiskey, brought to you by Granddaddy Mims. They're making awesome moonshine out in Blairsville, Georgia. Give them a check out. Today, we've got Ramsey with us from Wisdom, who sent me this awesome box that has these amazing glasses. So I'm actually gonna pull one of these out and drink from it while we're on that episode today so I can give it the full run. My favorite sound ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. So I guess one of the things that I wanna know is there's about a billion barware companies. Um, yeah. And I've never actually seen anything like this. And like the, the branding is super subtle. I love the heft of it. I mean, I mean, it's it's like the Glen Karen glass of all. So, I, I suppose what we want to know is like why and how. <laughs> yes. So, uh, my my co-founder is the one who was the brainchild of of wisdom and kind of what we wanted to do, and we've always had this idea of how do we make it more accessible for a consumer to try craft whiskey um, we started the company because he used to drink a lot of scotch and all the tariffs came and he found that he didn't want to pay that much money for scotch so he started buying bourbon and he thought to himself wow this is this is really good um, there's a lot of great whiskeys out there that no one knows about how do we actually go from all of these small companies into getting them into the hands of consumers and we had this idea from the beginning to create a smaller trial size so that people could try whiskey at a cheaper price point. And then, you know, there's a lot of whiskeys if you go to the store and, and you haven't had one, you're a little hesitant to buy a new bottle because you don't know if you're gonna like it. So yeah. from the beginning, we actually had this idea of turning our glass into a container. And so this is the, the vision from the start is to be able to have something. This is a, a prototype, let's use this one. Um, to, to be able to have something that you can buy and you know that no matter what happens, whether you like the whiskey inside or not, you're walking away with, with a great product because something you can reuse again. So really around reducing the risk to a purchase for a consumer who wants to try something new. And from there, we ended up designing this glass. And like you said, there are so many glasses out there. Um, and my background is in product design. So a lot of the things that I look at is how do we make a product that reduces a lot of the pains that a consumer has and enhances their experience. So you got your red solo cup there. Not the greatest for tasting whiskey. No, <laughs> because great for ice water though. Exactly. So, you know, some people drink out of a red solo cup and, and it, it the question that I had coming from a product background is how do we make what, what is the experience of trying new whiskey and how do we make that better? And so the Glen Cairn is a, is a really good start in that nosing that, that you can get the aroma of the whiskey to be able to kind of enhance your, your taste buds as you drink. And the issue that I've always had with the Glen Cairn is how the heck do I hold this? And 
in terms of they're easy to break, they're easy to tip over because they're a little top heavy and the way that you hold it. So how do we make something that is a little sturdier, heftier, feels better, and is more comfortable for everyone to hold while still being able to have that tasting experience where you're not warming up to class, also being able to transition into our whole vision of being able to bottle this up and seal it in the future. Um, so awesome. there's, if I get another fruit fly in one of my Glen Karen glasses, I'm going to absolutely lose it. <laughs> I mean, they're great, uh, fruit fly traps. If you, if you need some free, well, I, I don't know, I guess if you don't want to waste your whiskey, it's not exactly free, but yeah, it does I mean, work I, well. I feel like the fruit flies in my house are just like absolutely posh because they only go for the good pores. They'll, they'll stay away from anything that's like. <laughs> mid shelf and below but the second i pull out something high high end I, i'll go outside to check you know something on the grill and i'll come back in and there's like three drowned little buggers in here that's unfortunate <laughs> um, i i think it's for the most part it's too cold around here um because i'm in i'm in seattle so we don't have too many fruit flies until the summertime yeah but, i'm in tampa yeah Florida, so they're like everywhere yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, in, in general, we, we just designed a glass that we wanted to enhance the experience, but also look really nice and be able to cover those bases of it's good. It's, it's good to hold. It doesn't slip out of your hand. It doesn't tip over when you're a little tipsy and you get a great nosing experience. We have a higher surface area in inside the glass than a Glen Cairn. So what yeah. that helps is when you swirl your whiskey you're trying to coat more of the glass and that helps aid in ethanol evaporation so that when you go for that nose a lot of that ethanol is already wafted away and you get more of the tasting notes that you want in your drinking yeah i mean I, i've got to say it's i've tried all manner of whiskey glass concoctions over my time tasting and you know i've tried the the transportable ones i've tried all kinds of stuff but one of the things that i love about about the glass is the the actual box that it's sent in like it it is made like you could just travel with it you could throw That's, it in a bag you know what i mean it's like yeah it's just everything about it lends itself to like the ideal whiskey glass you know not to not to dote but it's just it's just got everything you said it's got a good half to it the nosing on it is is really good with that extra surface area. And I mean, it even comes like packed in something that you don't want to throw away, which is like, my wife loves that when, when boxes come in that I don't want to throw away. She's like, really? I'm like, but it's, <laughs> but it's so nice. Like, I, don't... <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, full disclosure, you got one of our newer packaging. Um, we've been kind of in between packaging for the past half year, um, trying to figure out how to get a package that protects the glasses that we can also transition to in the future and that people won't want to throw away or they can reuse because it reduces waste if you actually are storing the glasses or you're using it for travel. Well, I'll tell you, it works. <laughs> I haven't had a single broken glass yet from, from the new packaging. So that's... Well, I took it with me from, from Tampa, Florida to Colorado in, in my trunk. And all the way back so that I had Glen Karen glasses with me because I was like, oh, look, they're conveniently packaged. And uh, yeah, I mean, the 
the that aspect of it works. It's got a little scuff and scrape, but the thing is just as just as sturdy yeah. as when I got it. So there you go. Uh, it's it definitely <laughs> it, it helps because when we got our shipping the first time with our other boxes, we had some breakage, um, and so getting our new packaging and getting our new shipments, the glasses I, I haven't had a single break yet, and so hoping that that continues. Well, that's awesome. So, so you had this vision of creating, you know, something that met all of these, these that either innovated upon or, or really reinvented certain aspects of, of traditional whiskey tasting glasses. Um, what was the moment that you were like, yeah, this is it. This is what we're going to do. This is something that's going to work. We're putting all our time and effort into this. Cause I assume you went, you know, you guys went to the design board, you tried some stuff, but what was the moment when you were like, we've got it? Um, so we, we've had, I want to say six different class prototypes. Um, and the first one, we actually partnered with Seattle Glass Blowing and we got the outer shape of the glass pretty honed in. And so on the inside of the glass, it was flat. It was all the way down to the bottom. But the outer shape, we, we just kind of tried to get a shape that we could hold and say, okay, this is something that everyone can hold. It fits nicely in their hand. And we passed it around to other people and kind of got their feedback. Um, so I, in terms of going through the design process, it was iterative. And that's typically how I do design products is trying to go through and, and nailing certain features at a time, getting feedback, and then starting to incorporate other aspects. Um, and so we went from there, we did two different prototypes with Seattle glass blowing two or three, and then we went to our manufacturer and we started getting the inside honed in and, and kind of getting that nosing experience. And so how we got those is we would get the prototype, we'd pour whiskey in it, we'd, we'd try out the glass and we got to a point where one of the glasses that I got, I really liked, I kept pouring whiskey in it and, and kind of doing the nosing and for about two or three days after it, I could still smell the whiskey that's in there. And I was like, this is really nice. Um, and we got our next prototype after that and it completely ruined everything. And I said, no, we're going back to the other one. And so we, we ended up going back and, and sticking with that one. So, so it was like, it was that, that moment where you were like, all right, go forward, go forward, go forward. Nope. Go back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, nah, this is too far. And so we, we just, I mean, that, that's the beauty of iteration is that you, you improve and you improve and you improve and you get to a point where if you do go too far, you have something to fall back on. You're like, nah, this, this is, this one is the one because you keep loving every one. Every time you get another one, it's, it's better. And yeah. the moment that it's not better, you know where to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty awesome. So what, uh, what's like the grand vision here with, with wisdom? Like, are you, what, what's the, what's the end game here for you? Um, so part, part of the end game is really getting this approved. Um, we have to get our classes machine made so that we can have a consistent pill volume. And then we're going to be approaching the TTB, the alcohol, tobacco and tax bureau so that we can get these approved for fill. And at that point, we're working with our partner distillers so that we can 
get with their whiskey in our glass and have that sold in retail so that a consumer who goes to the store might be a little more hesitant to buy a full bottle of their product can buy one of our classes with the whiskey inside, know they're going to get a great experience, know that even if they don't like the whiskey, they're going to walk away with that class. And the distillers are going to know that their class or their whiskey is getting the best possible like treatment in terms of a premium tasting glass. And they know that the consumers are using a good product for whiskey. Um, so it's kind of the best of both worlds. And then around there, we, we want to be able to help facilitate, you know, different distillers, uh, memberships so that when they do special releases, we can do special designs on the glass engraving. Um, we're going to brand the top of the, the barrel top lids. And on the same note is that we're looking for a membership for our members so that we can pull some of those special releases from our distilling partners and then be able to offer those as, as one-off runs for people who are wisdom members. Well, that's pretty dang ambitious, man. <laughs> like, I never would have thought to put the whiskey in the glass ahead of time and then sell that. I mean, that's genius. But so, I mean, that that is super cool. So right now we're undergoing uh, the TTB approval. Um, and then we're, we're, we're fixing our lid. Uh, my my yeah. co-founder is he keeps changing the, uh, the lid design a little bit. So it's kind of that same iterative process. Uh, but one of them started leaking. So we kind of have to step backwards. We were about to enter production and we just want to make sure that when we're putting a product out there, it's the best that it can be. So it seems like that's a consistent stream for you is, is ensuring that things are the best that they can be, you know, making sure that you're really putting out the best version of something that you can. Um, I think customer satisfaction is, is the key driver to business um if people love your product then they talk about it and people keep buying it and so anytime anyone has a problem with our product something goes wrong i'm always trying to be there and make sure that we can make sure everyone is satisfied 100 percent with with what they're buying um and so to help that if you do everything ahead of time it makes it a lot easier if, if you make sure that your product is good before there's a problem then you tend to run into less issues yeah, I mean that's that is sound advice. Um, so yeah, so what uh, when somebody gets one of these glasses, right, and they're trying it out, what? I mean, what what if I, I want you to tell them what would your if you had a brand new person for whiskey, they set a wit a whiskey wisdom glass down in front of them, and you are teaching somebody how to taste. How do you mm -hmm. taste your whiskey with this whiskey whiskey wisdom glass? Um, and so the, there's two ways that I try to coat the glass, and it depends on the person. I mean, some people like swirling. Um, the goal of swirling is to coat the glass. It's not to slosh around your whiskey. Um, so you want to be able to get a swirl without breaking the wave and churning the whiskey and kind of aerating it. You don't want aeration. Um, and... The other way to do it is we actually design the glass that if you have a one ounce pour in here, you can set it on its side and roll it so that it, it won't spill if there's if there's a one ounce pour. If there's more than that, you might get some spill. Um, oh, you can roll it That's pretty cool. and coat the glass that way. And so that kind of helps people who might be a little more of a novice at, at swirling to be able to get the same effect. 
And from there, I tell people to kind of give it around 30 seconds to let that ethanol waft away. And then to start your nose, put it about one to two inches and kind of go in from there until you're at a comfortable spot so that you don't overwhelm your, your sense of smell. And then you just get to drink. Um, tasting glasses are designed <laughs> in a way that you're not going to be guzzling this. So that small mouth not only helps with nosing, but it prevents you from just gulping down the whiskey because you're forced into a sip, you're tilting your head back. And so you, you start a sipping experience automatically. Yeah, I, I just had a friend like literally take a pour of Weller Foolproof, like a shooter that I poured for him. And I was like, <laughs> buddy, buddy, no. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> So I do enjoy that 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 is a design feature because it will keep mm -hmm. me from wanting to hang <laughs> my friends up by their toes in the future. I mean, you never know who's gonna just tilt their head back and, and down it anyway. So you, you yeah, can't prevent well. someone who really wants to just gulp it down from doing it. <laughs> well, awesome. overall, so, good. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just gonna say overall, I think. Uh, it, tasting tasting whiskey is dependent on the person doing it. I don't think there's a right or wrong way if you enjoy the way that you do it. And so I'm, oh. I'm always about helping people drink the way that they like to drink. Ramsey with wisdom, dropping the wisdom. So, uh, yeah, why why name it wisdom? Um, I think my, my co-founder's girlfriend actually came up with the name for us. Uh, we were thinking of names. And wisdom was kind of a mesh between what I saw as whiskey and wisdom, but apparently it was whiskey and kingdom. And so the interpretation's up in the air for whoever wants to, to interpret that way, but there's just a, a little bit of wisdom that comes into your head as you're, as you're drinking or maybe comes out of your mouth. Um, so drink responsibly. You never know what you're going to say, <laughs> but, but it's kind of around for me what what is whiskey wisdom and, and kind of how you interpret that as the whiskey kingdom or the wisdom that you get from experiencing. Yeah, I mean, I, I interpreted it as wisdom, like if if you have like have the wisdom to use this glass. <laughs> yeah, that's. I thought it was I thought it was cheeky and I enjoyed it. But you know. I, I that's the way I interpret it and I like it too and, and the other way works as well. So I mean we're kinda trying to, to play on both a little bit because we are building a whiskey kingdom and we are trying to kind of enlighten everyone who is drinking. Well, I gotta say, man, I love the glass. I love everything about it. I I have been enjoying it. Um and, you know, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to this stuff. Like, I hate to say it, but it's like, there's only two things that are part of a whiskey tasting. And it's the whiskey and the glass mm -hmm. that you're drinking from. That's like the entire crucible upon which you enjoy yeah. your whiskey experience. And so, um, I mean, it just feels like such a well-designed piece, like such a quality piece. So, you know, when I put my whiskey in here... And I'm, you know, and I'm enjoying it. I mean, it, it feels like you're, it feels like you're doing it the right way. There's no real other way to say it. I mean, that, that was the goal. And, and 
the customer feedback and everyone who's tried the glass has pretty much been in line with that. Um, I don't think I've heard a single negative response to our glass yet. And so that's kind of the big motivator behind keeping on going is that everyone loves our product. Well, awesome, man. Is there anything that you'd like to tell our, uh, our audience about the glass or anything about, you know, whiskey tasting in general, what drop, drop a nugget of wisdom. Um, the lids are coming soon and we're looking at giving anyone who's purchased the class before the lids, a discount on the lids so that you can top off your class once they're available. Well, nice, nice. That's awesome, man. And, uh, so the, the lids are, the lids are what's next coming down the line. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then from there, we'll, we'll start working on the TTB approval and, and hopefully you'll see them in stores. Well, I'm going to have to get me one of those lids so that I can avoid the fruit flies. But any, <laughs> anyways, man, I appreciate you coming with us uh, here on the Whiskey Culture Podcast. I mean, uh, how can people follow you all? Thanks for having us. Um, we are at Whiskey Wisdom on Instagram. We are learning to TikTok. So mine is Ramsey, R-A-M-Z-Y, from Wisdom, W-H-I-S-D-O-M, and whiskeywisdom.com awesome those are those are all the main touch points yeah well everyone go give them a follow check out their stuff buy a glass stuff is great um it just (laughs) if you show up to a whiskey tasting with one of these things people are gonna they're gonna be like oh this guy's serious or girl (laughs) but they're gonna be they're gonna be like this person is absolutely serious about their whiskey tasting and um yeah, I mean, give them a follow, and and even if you're waiting for the lids or whatever, go go ahead and and follow so that you can follow up with them and, and see what's going on. But I'm sure you guys are going to be designing new things and and coming out with new accessories for the glasses yep. and customization and stuff. So everyone, go give them a follow and check out. Um, thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Whiskey Culture Podcast, your wide window into the world of whiskey, brought to you by Granddaddy Mims, making beautiful moonshine out in Blairsville, Georgia. Thank you all so much. And Ramsey, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Greg.